0: Hello there.
1: This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim
0: Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it.
2: Woo! You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy. Far, far away, and I just gotta say, Diego Luna is a sexy, sexy beast, Is he is. Uh, I am yeah, Justin, I'm one of the hosts it. of the show here. <laughs> um, joining me today on uh, our coverage of Andor is uh, one of my co-hosts, we, we got a small crew today. Yeah,
1: uh, it's just the two live crew here, you and me, Justin, yeah. this is Kyle, and let's talk about some friggin' Andor, three episodes, a three episode drop, oh, I loved it. We got
2: a... We, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. It reminded Andor. me of
1: like when Clone Wars released. They did the they did the movie, the like ninety minute mm-hmm. theatrical release. to me, it was the same kind of thing. This is like a whatever a movie length introduction to the series. Yeah. I oh yeah.
2: It. Well, and the, even the end of the I know we're going to dive into it, but the end of the third one almost seemed like that could have been the end of one movie. Mm-hmm. And then, like you've got part two coming up, and then you've got the setup for a a trilogy here. Um, I thought how they released it was was very very well done. So, um, yeah, we well welcome to the show. If you're a first time listener, we welcome you guys. Glad to have you tuning in. If you've been with us for i don't even know how long we're into this now we're going on maybe three years something like that it's been a while yeah um so if you've been with us the whole time welcome back we hope you're uh we hope you love listening to us regularly and if you do you can like and subscribe uh, out on the social medias and wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends and say, hey, go check these guys out. They're great at talking got, about Star Wars. We
1: recently got a shout out on Twitter from either Meatloaf or Mandy or one of their accounts uh, that even referenced our former name of our show, Star Wars Friends, R.I.P. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know they're OGs. They've been oh, around they're OGs. for the long yes. haul. I don't know oh, for else.
2: sure. Oh for sure. So uh, but yeah, we love talking about Star Wars. We do talk about some other things from time to time. We do delve into the pop culture, if you will. And I know uh, I know two people on this show in particular were super, super hype, not for the Super Bowl. But for the Super Bowl halftime show that is going to be Oof. coming up here, Oof. which is going to feature one hot. lovely and talented hot. Rihanna. I was
1: just telling my friend <laughs> last night, we were at the bar having having a Sunday night beer before back to the work on Monday. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm invested in football now because uh, the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show is about to be lit. Yep. So now I got to know who's playing, I guess.
2: <laughs> I, you know what I enjoyed last year's uh, with uh, Eminem and Snoop Dogg and Dre and I, that Fifty Cent. Like that was a great halftime show, in my opinion. I enjoyed it. But um, yeah, somebody was like, "Why well, don't they get Metallica and Slipknot?" And I'm like, "Okay, Metallica I could see Slipknot probably got not, not going to appeal to a lot Bowl, of yeah. You know. Yeah, that's like saying let's get Tool to do Metallica the half-time
1: is <laughs> very very oh. hot right now, thanks to Stranger they Things. Are. Though they could they could that would not have been a bad choice. Show. I would yeah, watch Metallica and Rihanna. They could both pull that off, and it would oh. be uh, very tight, I think.
2: That could be an interesting thing. Can flag. you just
1: imagine Metallica backing up uh, Rihanna oh. on like a hard rock version of
2: Umbrella? It would be very dope. Every once in a while, you get James Hetfield in there. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. See, you get it. Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> That was sort
2: of like Macho Man. That's time. <laughs> I was gonna say. Apparently, we got into Macho Man from apart, James. Frankly, yeah. um, But no, I'd be I'd be up for both of those. That would be a great uh, great collab. I'd be, think I'd be down NFL for that. People. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, anyway, if you uh, if you want to recommend the podcast, it's anywhere you can find podcasts: yeah, it. uh, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Um, and then you can find us adding all over some
1: episodes to YouTube yes there's some there many not but some are there
2: (laughs) (laughs) um all of our live stuff is up on youtube so if you want to check out friday night live streams that we've done a couple times um you can go check those out um and then you're right we're getting a couple of the older episodes up on youtube so if you want to listen to them there they're out there yeah so we have a lot of episodes to go through yeah Uh, a lot of good interviews too so um, go back and listen to the interviews too, because we've had some killer, killer interviews. Especially on if show, you're into so. the High
1: Republic, we've had a bunch of those High Republic mm-hmm. authors. And Gary mm-hmm. Widow
2: was Kev- super. Kevin awesome. Keiner, yeah. Gary Widow. Um, really we've had a bunch of cool ones. Witta. So, yeah. Uh, a little bit of news and notes uh, before we dive into and/or review here. Um, big one that that just dropped about a day or two ago. James Earl Jones mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. signs over rights for the Darth Vader voice. I think this um, was
1: like not a huge shock, right? I th- I think yeah. we all agreed that the Kenobi one sounded like they had some sort of mm-hmm. like AI involved there. Um but I think it was really nice that he kind of like signed it over and we he didn't have to like there was no awkward thing where he died or whatever and right. and um he kind of got control over it in his own terms. So I think that was yeah. nice. Yeah, best of both worlds cuz um, it still sounds great either way, right? I mean
2: Yeah. I thought the the Kenobi was great like a blended mm-hmm. they even did a blended thing too with with Hayden and um and him so I thought that was great but yeah it's a Ukrainian startup it's called uh, ReSpeecher they're the ones that have been tasked with uh creating this new version of of James Earl Jones but you're right he had total like he was part of the process he had say in it he was guiding them through uh I'm assuming like inflection and things like that that he has in his voice or like what what do you think sounds good, they, or maybe uh, what doesn't they, sound good?
1: Recorded any kind of masters for them to use, or anything like that? I'd be curious to know someday. <laughs> there will be a documentary in ten years, I'm sure.
2: Here, Mr. Jones, could you please yeah. read this encyclopedia for us? Thank well, you. I mean, you never know. They could have had
1: him read some lines or something, just to right have right. Some, uh, a baseline or or whatever. But uh, it, to me, as like an audio nerd, that is impress so impressive to me because. 10 years ago, there was nothing close to that. That was like yeah. fully, full on imaginary to make a realistic, synthesized human voice.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Especially a copy of an existing one. That's, that's a whole other level, let alone believable oh, yeah. to begin with. So that that's just, technologically, that's amazing to me.
2: I mean, we're like cloning people on TV now and like... Making real versions of people. It's, it's, it's a crazy time in technology when it comes Justin, to... Justin, we're
1: probably cloning people that. in real life and they're just not telling us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also true. <laughs> I'm going to be heading to work today. There's going to be somebody Shane. at my desk tomorrow. <laughs> like, wait a minute, you're not me, <laughs> oh, but am I? Um, yeah. So, well, sp- speaking of cloning yourself, uh, if you go to Hasbro this Friday, uh, the selfie series apparently is opening this Friday... Um, the I don't even know what day that that is like the twenty thirtieth, maybe thirty first. Uh, like, that's opening this Friday. So if you want to make yourself an X-wing pilot, a stormtrooper, and clone yourself to a much much smaller size, you can. Um, it's a Black Series figure. It comes in packaging, but it's your face, your head sculpt on it. I think it's like sixty dollars. It's not cheap
1: for me. Um, the the demos I've seen for the price. The quality is not quite there yet. My personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Like it might wait a little bit for 60 bucks. I want to open. I want a stranger to walk into my house and be like, oh, that's an action figure of you. And I don't I don't know that that's necessarily the case just yet. Yeah. Yeah. They um, disagree, but
2: the early screen grabs of it kind of looked a little wonky with the people that did the modeling yeah. so i don't know we'll if see
1: once some people get some real ones out and i mean there'll be pictures yeah. of them online we'll see once yeah whatever. i'll let somebody
2: else be the guinea pig exactly and not on, make not that on determination. my determination right way. um but yeah so those are coming out this friday and then uh they did release the uh release of the holiday black series figures i don't know if you remember these or not but they did this whole line of Kind roll. of, you could probably really, it, really ugly roll. sweater yeah, <laughs> black cool. series figures. Um, <laughs> for those... the low low price
1: of forty five ninety nine, you can <laughs> yeah, have for an real
2: ugly C three PO uh,
1: or something.
2: <laughs> there's six of them. They they're twenty seven ninety nine. Jesus, gross. Um, <laughs> they start on October twenty fifth. Uh, you can get the first order stormtrooper off of Amazon. Then on eleven one, you can get the scout trooper from Walmart, the Wookiee from GameStop, the new clone trooper, the Phase Two clone trooper from Hasbro Pulse on eleven one, the Protocol Droid, also on eleven one. Yeah, and then the Mandalorian. It's not even
1: a name. Mm -hmm. It's not even three PO. It's just a random. No, it's not even three PO. It's just.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's just Protocol Droid. that's on 111 through fan channel and then uh Mandalorian warrior is target 1116 and you know fan that channel is going to be a, the hot, for a character. hot mess. The clone trooper is interesting because it's like brown. I think he's supposed to be a gingerbread cookie. Oh, dumb. But he looks like he's covered in poop. Does he have gumdrop buttons? Just- <laughs> no, it's That's a key component. Well, yeah, he's all right. He has three, he has four green buttons down the middle and a red bow tie and like a white visor. But he looks, I think he's supposed to be a gingerbread cookie, but he looks like Pooh. I don't like it.
1: Maybe he's supposed (laughs) to be Mr. Hanky the Christmas
2: Pooh. Uh, maybe I don't know. I think the Wookiee's cool because he's like the he's all white with like blue hands, he looks like the Yeti.
1: Wow, Justin, the, the Wookiee's cool because he's white. Well, whatever you say, man. <laughs> hey like, hey like. <laughs> now.
2: Hey now. No, he's uh yeah, he's, he's he like looks like Yeti. an abominable snowman, abominable which is different. Snowman. Um yeah. a bumble. abominable snowman. A bumble. Uh but yeah, so those all drop uh coming up here in the next month or so. Uh you know what? I Hot. gotta say, speaking yeah.
1: of figures, people need to check out the target. Co- didn't you get a saw on like a 50% off I did I also yeah. today got a Costco Reeves 50% six bucks for a vintage collection yeah. Costco Reeves um, so they
2: had like nothing for eons and yeah. then all of a sudden and then, and we're and inundated so with yeah. all of these figures that people went out and scored online or whatever because you couldn't find them in big box stores yeah. and now nobody needs them, but they've got them in stock. So, yeah, I, I walked in and there was a Saw figure, w- which is a deluxe one. I was going to get it. So he's it was 30 on, some dollars There
1: was the sticker on my Target, too, but there was no figures left. I did get the Costco, though. I'm going to see That's if there's good. one online. Because at 50% yeah. off, it's worth it to me. That yeah, that li- $13. That list price is <laughs> out of hand. But
2: Yeah, um, so check your local Targets. Yeah, a lot them of them out. appearing on Clearance. Um. So if there's figures and I, you know what I found, they have the Galen Urso in there. They have the. Um, there's a bunch of the
1: retro style. Is that what they're calling yep. them? That I'm not super into it. But Mm-mm.
2: there's a bunch. No, nope, there's a the bunch of those. Uh, what's the pilot? Um, I can't think of his Ro- name right now. Uh, Bodie, the Rogue One pilot. <clears throat> no, Brody. the Rogue Bro- One pilot in the blue jumpsuit flies the X-wing, and I, his name is escaping uh, me at the moment. But like, whatever. Tons of like, him too. You know. Um, and then if you're looking mustache, for the, yeah, like, okay. uh, the, if you're looking for the Migs Mayfeld, they have tons of Migs Mayfeld out there. I found oh, he was on one sale at mine, actually 50% yep. off. The, he's got a green armband. There's one with a green armband and a red armband. So if you're a completionist, you make want. sure you pick up both. I got both. Of course you did. <laughs> I had to get both. Like I can't, I can't let a variant go. Like it's just my, it's just not, not my thing. So, um, but yeah, the the you know, there's tons of Migs out there, Cascas. they're all over the place now. So uh Hot Toys just revealed a sixth scale Cobb Vanth this week and the head sculpt on that looks really, really good. Um look if I was you're actually gonna, really if you're gonna impressed. make a
1: Timothy Oliphant
2: figure, he better be mm-hmm. handsome. There's no way around it. Nope. Nope. It looked really, really good. I didn't see the price on it, probably in the two two thirty, two forty range. I, was say 240, 250. I would guess. Yeah. Um, somewhere in there, and uh I actually got my my darks my six scale dark trooper just came today. So yeah. I'm super excited to get him out of the box because the lights on that well, look really really. If cool. we're talking
1: toys, I gotta say I finally, and this is way 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 behind finally. schedule. I finally assembled my Ahsoka um, little Lego oh thing, your brickhead that brickhead that we got at celebration. I like finally put it together the other day yeah nice yeah, i mean it was cute. not a, a difficult task and i finally <laughs> no. got my um my clone wars art piece out of my poster tube and back in the frame and back up on my wall with all my Ooh. autographs on it. it looks nice
2: did you have to like lay it out and flatten oh,
1: yeah. it a little bit let lay it, like, it out weigh for it down like a day because it was uh, very curled up but i mean the frame <sighs> also does that too so
2: yeah yeah well good 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 um and you were also at the cincinnati comic-con i was this past weekend so
1: he signed my um i have an x-men comic it's a first appearance of dark phoenix from the 90s Uh, He autographed that for me. If you're an X-Men nerd, Chris Claremont, he did not invent the X-Men, but he is the person who made them cool. Uh, Nobody really read X-Men, and then he, like I said, made it interesting, and they became the most popular Marvel book for like the most of the 90s, Uh, and those were all his stories, and that was uh, really, really cool to meet him. I got a photo with him in my very sweet X-Men jacket. That I have had for like months now and never had a reason to wear, so that was also good. But
2: yeah, it was fun. I was gonna say, who's um, you had the your X Men jacket is is dope. Mm, first of all, yeah, it's second dope. of all, who made your X Men uh, jacket? Where did that come from? Uh
1: It was a recommendation from Josh. Actually, I'm mm-hmm. I know he would be upset if he did not get the shout out. <laughs> he didn't get this. the credit for it. <laughs> he I, he recommended the exact jacket, and now. um It's this person on Instagram, Bull Airs, B-U-L-L-A-I-R-S, like uh, Air Jordans, Bull Airs, who made custom tennis shoes and then would also periodically make like jackets and T-shirts and stuff that he sold on his online store. And recently, he opened up a a brick-and-mortar store. I believe he's on the West Coast, maybe. I know he's not close to us, but us Mm -hmm. in the Midwest, Justin and Josh and I in Ohio. Um, Mm -hmm. But he now has a store with Josh has the um, foot clan jacket. I've got the X-Men jacket. He's got a bunch of very pricey, but very cool custom full custom tennis shoes um, that are, he sells online, but also in his physical store. Now Um, it was really cool. The, The full story goes that I missed the original run and they were sold out um and i was like really sad but then he released some more and i snatched him like Good. i had his his account on like alert to notify alert. me so i immediately got one of those
2: <laughs> yep nice nice well go check out go check out his page um yep. you can see what we're talking about it's a it's a beautiful jacket he bright all colorful very cool love stuff. the logos yeah um a lot of the shoes i psh,
1: out of my price range I, that's because like, I'm not like a yeah. tennis shoe person, but they're very, very cool and yeah. very intricate.
2: Sure. A big uh, pop culture animation uh, yeah, sneakerhead There's some good, good stuff in there. Yeah. So very cool. And how was the con overall? How was, uh, it uh, was Cincinnati Comic Con?
1: It was pretty small. It was a lot of the like very standard stuff that you see everywhere. You know, there's... Mm-hmm whatever, a million people selling art um, and little sculptures and knickknacks and things like Mm -hmm. that. You saw, I've been to enough now that uh, there's like a lot of artists that I've seen at almost all of them that they clearly just like do every single one they can for the whole season, Uh, which I get it if you're selling like physical art, that's probably a really good way to get your stuff out there. Um, And then there was some celebrities. There was nobody that I really cared enough to pay to get an autograph from. I mean, I, I paid Chris Claremont. His was like 10 bucks or something for a signature. Mm-hmm. He was just at a um, comics creator table that you just walk up and stood in line, not something that you had to That's book through cool. grow ticks or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, Tom Arnold was there, and... Um, Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, freaking <laughs> Doc from the Back to the Future. Um
2: Oh, um yes, I know who you're talking about. Uh some crap. someone listening to That's this gonna bug is going to be now. really really mad, but
1: uh yeah, he was there. <laughs> Probably Josh. <laughs>
2: um yeah, I know um Lloyd Christopher. Christopher Lloyd.
1: Christopher Lloyd. Yes, there, there it is. Lloyd I was like, I got it. no, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, <laughs> or
2: that's Lloyd Christmas. A, that's a dang, uh... It's okay. Dumber, dumber joke. I'm a limo driver. <laughs> um,
1: yes, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. He was there. That was the one I would have been, like. It would have been cool to get a uh, picture with him, but it was like 120 bucks or something like that. So it just, uh, I didn't yeah. care. I didn't care a hundred dollars worth. I might have cared fifty dollars gotcha. worth, but. Yeah, I gotcha. it was fun. I, gotcha. I went I went good. 2 days. I got a press pass, so it was uh good thing we're talking about it here on my media outlet that I represent. That, that's <laughs> But I right, went see? I went um Friday and Sunday, so it was good.
2: Good. Good good. Yeah, I uh I would have gone down. We had a a large contingent from uh Ohio Garrison for the 501st down there uh this weekend. We had uh, a couple from Arch City Squad, which is our detachment here in in central Ohio. And then where there's um, like burning river and, and like we've got one basically in five different regions of the state. So yeah, I saw um, a few
1: people with their, your, um your like whatever the button up style shirt that you have, they had the same the one, ra- the
2: racing shirt. Yeah. The
1: racing shirt. Yeah. Uh, it's harder yep. to tell where they're from when they're actually in cosplay, obviously. But when they yeah. have the racing <laughs> yeah. shirt on, it's pretty easy to
2: tell. Yeah. I would have liked to have gone, but uh, I'm also a large, you know, I'm going to lose a ton of listeners here, but I'm a big Ohio State fan. So uh, I I was at the game (laughs) uh, this weekend against Wisconsin and (laughs) watched them trounce uh, Wisconsin. So thoroughly enjoyed. Sorry, Wisconsin fans out there. Uh, It was pretty brutal. Yeah, it was a pretty brutal, pretty brutal beating. So, um, but it was fun. Night games are always fun. It was cool out um you know the, the the vibe was good like the scene the atmosphere was great so thoroughly enjoyed that, until so. rihanna
1: gets involved in college football i don't care about it <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's doing halftime shows yeah. at college football games i think until there's a happens, problem there know, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah well she could do like maybe college football playoffs or something like the championship game halftime show yeah, i don't know why don't why don't they do something for that they do it for the super bowl do it for why the, couldn't she do the college day? championship I yeah i don't know anyway well good. I'm glad you had a good time. Glad it was fun and uh got to check out a lot of things. But let's uh let's dive into um the bulk of what we're going to get into here, which is uh Andor. Yeah. And uh you know what? This this is a show I was super excited for from the get-go when they announced it because I was like, dude, this could be a a completely different atmosphere in the Star Wars world and and it is. Mm-hmm. It it totally is. This is um, gritty. It's uh, I don't want to call it seedy because we're not quite there yet. But there is a lot. It's like espionage. It's spy, spy versus spy. It's um to me, it's I know, like it, it's can, sexy. I, it's I, it is very sexy to me. It's really like, like small, I, I and
1: you can feel how much these people hate the empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's awesome, and it's there's no. There's really no baggage. We know Cassian, and I assume we'll bump into some other familiar characters, uh, especially the closer we get to... I mean, we know Mon Mothma is coming up and stuff like that, but we're not tied to the Skywalkers. We're not tied to any Jedi at all or any Sith or anything. It's this own story, and it's, I think, informing something that a lot of us Star Wars nerds are really, really curious about. I love I love the Force and the Jedi and all that stuff I I do, but this is Mm -hmm. also super interesting. Like the, the logistics of the human uprising against this fascist dictatorship. That's because, Mm -hmm. you know, Luke came and helped and he might've shot the, like he might've actually like taken out (laughs) the emperor and taken out the death star or whatever. But there was, you know, a galaxy full of people also doing this. Um, yeah. And it's really interesting to see how those people you know got into that and how they like took that leap to the next level of well I'm just mm-hmm. going to take this risk and I'm not going to just fall in line and do what I'm told anymore.
2: Yeah. Um you you hit the nail on the head. This is people. This is about people. This the first 3 episodes are solely about characters and people. Um you didn't have there's no stormtroopers. There's no um, big bad yet. Um, Even our there's no
1: antagonists are are in the blue and orange uh, outfits. There are really yep. human. You know, we see yep. their faces the whole time. They they have a reasonable perspective. You know, I mean, I'm I don't care for them either, but. You can say if someone killed mm-hmm. one of my coworkers, I'd be upset about that, you know. So, yeah, yep. uh, you know, at the very base level, their their actions are justified from their standpoint too, and I, I it yep. creates like a
2: really compelling story. I'm into it. It focused um it focused a lot on costumes, which were super. They were simple costumes. I don't think there was anything real. Like you're not getting um. You're not getting a uh, what's her name from the cantina and Boba Fett coming out in the. No, um, no garza flips. In no garza flip coming out in a regal gap. Like the, it was super simple costuming. Yeah. It's, very, it's very blue collar in this town. It's very blue collar. It focused heavily on technology, I thought. Lots of computers, um, not a lot of droids, but a lot of computers and like handheld technology and little intricate things like that kind of around this town that they use, you know, for... Like, she's... Like, at one point, Bix is literally using Morse code to send a message on some kind of machine in a tower.
1: I'm really curious what Bix has going... I, I don't know how we're, we're just kind of, like, bouncing all over the place, but... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> sorry, okay. I kind um, of... I'm really curious what Bix has going on, because she's clearly got all these connections and has a story like she's involved with a lot of things and she knows a lot of things but up till now she's really just kind of like we only know her as an avenue to help cassian get what he needs Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm curious more what her story is and obviously i think there was some kind of past romantic relationship with cassian and bix at least that's
2: Sort of I the think there writing was a past relationship as as with Cassian and a lot of women. <laughs> well, that's on what this his adopted planet. mom was implying. Yep. Uh, yeah. So they really kind of painted that picture of he is a um, slash kidnapper. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> he is a uh, uh, he is a, a what do I want to say? He's a dashing. He's a very dashing man that um, does not have any trouble um justin it's okay in that area attracted so. to
1: diego luna it's not a. I he's, he's i think he's
2: attractive about. man he's an attractive guy so um uh, you know so i i think he's but they've painted his character as like look this is he's just there's other people turned on to him just as easily so um let me um let me play a little bit here for you because we did get an intro of uh we did get an intro to a new droid which is b2 emo or easy. B2, B2 M- Zero. Uh, but this is the first conversation that you get with Cassian and B2. But where were you? It's not important. If it's not important, but well, well, why not tell me?
1: He's got that Dio stutter. Cassian? Mm-hmm. Who
3: came by the house last night?
2: Jesse and Penny brought supper in Bamara's medicine. And then Jesse came back. because. Anybody you know, looking for me? Baba Brasso.
1: But
0: Brasso, Brasso was
2: looking for you.
0: What did you tell him?
2: Marva told him. Told him what? Pausing for data
3: lag. He's
1: well, clearly struggling. Terrible. They're on the there.
3: Marva said you were out ruining your health and reputation with friends of low character.
2: Ah. She told him sooner or later you were going to get, get, get yourself into trouble you couldn't talk your
3: way out of. Then she told Brasso that... You know, that hmm. I think he got the impression or got the picture. Mm -hmm. Listen to me. It's important. I know it takes a lot of energy, but can you make a lie for me? I can lie. I have adequate power reserves. Don't (laughs) tell anybody you saw me. Don't tell anybody you know where I am. That's two lies. (laughs) Let's have both. (laughs) I will have to recharge at home.
2: I will have to recharge at home (laughs) just
1: to cover those two lies. I had no idea lies took so much energy.
2: I didn't either. I didn't even know. I mean, just depending a, on what the droid a lot of is, computing power, I guess, to to make something up. It's very interesting to see the different intelligence levels in droids, because obviously you would look at like C three PO and think, well, he knows There's over five six million levels, forms of communications. You know, he's got to be one of the more intelligent ones out there. Uh, you know, and then you have Astromechs that don't use any kind of audible communication, but, like but mouse are droids super smart. Little like nothing. Yeah, but then you've got this thing, which I don't know what kind of droid this is, but it's clearly intelligent enough to create a lie for somebody. Um, well, you don't, you don't think R two D two could cr- create a lie for somebody? No, he just R two D two was lying
1: to people through, through most to, of the Clone to, Wars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just doesn't have the ability to communicate in basic. It's like, yeah, uh, um, it's like. This is almost like an astromech
2: with a communication add-on or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. But I like B2. I like the little stutter because when you see he's him, the- yeah. he's he's very run down. His batteries clearly can't hold a charge for very long anymore. And well, he when was, you see him uh, in the flashbacks, he was great. Yeah, He, was he didn't say, have the stutter. He was, he was with, fresh. Uh,
1: what is it? Marva? And and what's his name? In the flashbacks. Uh, the, so Yeah. So he, he's been in this game for quite some time. Because Marva's oh, old yeah. now and Cassian's all grown up.
2: Mm-hmm. So he's been uh he's been around for a while, but um And who knows how long he you, was around before that even. Yeah. Um, you know, you brought up an interesting point where you That's talked a, a little bit about thing, yeah. um the security officers, because these are not let's be clear, these are not they're basically contracted out by the empire at this point to yep. enforce the empire's rule or regulation they're over like the planet private
1: security force. Yeah,
2: yeah. Private security detail. Which um, means they're the worst because they're cops. Clearly not very good either. They're like yeah. so gross. Clearly not very good uh, either. Cause none of these people seem to be like, I, I think, and I, I get it. The one guys, the chief's focus is more on the big stuff, the little stuff. I think he's, he's like, look, these two dudes were doing something they shouldn't have been doing. The one of them was
1: potentially kind of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And and he had been a a captain, but it clearly was like demoted at some point through this career. And here's, let me, um, let me play this clip because this, I found this interesting where he's basically trying to tell, um, uh, what is it? uh, What is the guy's name? Is it Solon? Um, let me no It's, uh, i got solar kyle solar is is the kid basically the young guy wait the young kyle's kyle. not a star wars name
1: hmm.
2: <laughs> right <Just kidding. laughs> here now he is again canon here he is again yeah let me uh let me play this dialogue for you and this one's uh, a little bit longer of a clip but it's a good clip
3: i'm sure that in several days with the proper resources i can bring this case to a
0: stop, stop. Oh, i mean just the talking i mean stop Closes the doors. This case appears to bear all the hallmarks of what I like to describe as regrettable misadventure, sir. Two dedicated Premore employees caught in the sad orbit of a calamity. Don't understand. I want you to conjure a suitable accident, but, and let's make sure it's on the far side of the plaza. Let's get it outside the leisure zone. But they were murdered. No, no. They were killed in a fight. <laughs> Said They're nope. in the brothel, which we're not supposed to have. He's not wrong Russia about any of this. No. Drinking ribnog, which we're not supposed to allow. Both of them supposedly on the job, which is a dismissible offense. They clearly harassed a human with dark features and chose the wrong person to annoy. I hmm. suspect they died rushing to aid someone in distress. Nothing too heroic. We don't need a parade. We don't need a
1: parade. Need a parade.
0: They died being helpful. Something sad but inspiring in a mundane sort of way.
2: He's not, I mean, he's not wrong with you what he's trying stricken, to do. You
0: look Deputy Inspector. Are you absorbing my meaning here? Trying, sir. When I said bad timing, I wasn't referring to the fact that you spent all night worrying this. I meant that I am on my way this very morning to an Imperial Regional Command review. Oops we I'll be asked to make a report about our crime rates. And the goal of that speech, should you ever be asked to deliver it, is brevity. Brevity. Minimizing the time the Empire spends thinking about Priox benefits our superiors and by extension everyone here at the Primor Security Inspection Team, which at the moment includes you. Don't put your feet like, on my desk in my absence and let's have an accident report
2: waiting when I get back. Like, I get it. He's ch- he's basically trying to go, look, these two dudes were doing something that they should have been doing, shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. They got themselves in that situation. We're going to play it off like they were just trying to be helpful. They weren't doing anything above and beyond. We don't want to make heroes out of them. I get it. But at the same time, we're also not going to hunt this person down because it's going to raise other red flags and take us down a path that we don't necessarily want to go.
1: Yeah, I think he's implying that if we report this, it's going to cause a bunch of problems and we could potentially lose this contract. Uh, correct. At the end of correct. The day, it's about money. So we would rather like, like Justin just said, these guys were up to no good anyway. So no harm, no foul, their fault, their yep. problem and sweep it under the rug.
2: And I can kind not of see, unbelievable. <laughs> no, and I can kind of see a solar's point where he's like, look, these two dudes were killed while they were supposed to, I mean, they were supposed to be working. They clearly were not, but I get it. It's two of his coworkers, his employees, they were killed and you're just going to sweep it under the rug. Well, that doesn't life, necessarily seem like the right thing to do either.
1: Situation.
2: No. And it's, it's a, it's a no win situation. And I think the chief is basically Even trying Cassian to spin it as
1: really wrong i mean no
2: it like dude was getting hurt he, was he wasn't causing anybody himself. any problems yeah. right um you know it's it's so i get the chief chief's like no this is the best way that we're going to be able to kind of quell this and just let it go um and we get an interesting dialogue a little bit later in uh i think it's in episode two um but before i get too far into this i want to make sure I, I cover a lot of this so the director of Andor, because I forgot to go through these in the beginning, the director of Andor is uh, Toby Haynes. Writer is Tony Gilroy. Um, obviously, and Andor is Diego Luna. Kravis and Verlo, the two guys that basically tried to get, you know, extort him for some money there, were uh, Lee Boardman and Stephen White. B2 Emo is played by Dave Chapman, who, from what I understand, is actually the puppeteer for the droid. And it's very interesting. They've been letting the droid puppeteers actually voice... The droids as well which That's is cool. pretty cool yep uh kyle solar is played by cyril karn uh chief hein uh, who you hear there is rupert van sitar i think uh if i butchered that last name i apologize um we get other characters that come up in episode two which is brasso who's played by joplin subtain uh nurchi which is a very interesting star wars name uh if Nurchie can be in there, I feel like Kyle is an appropriate Star Wars. Kyle's name. in there.
1: It's Canon. He's yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know
2: what to tell him about uh, Nurchie Uh is Raymond Anum. Um Bix Calleen, uh Adria Iona, uh Tim Carlo, and I do not like Tim. He is kind of a jerk. Um James McArdle. Um Marva Andor is played by Fiona Shaw. And then later on, you get Luthan Rael, who's played by uh, the incomparable Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Sergeant Linus Mosk, who's Alex Ferns, and uh, Clem Andor, who is Gary Beadle. So, um, which again, in these first three episodes, when you get to these flashbacks, you get um, how Cassian is was not an Andor initially. Um, he was kind of, I, I, for lack of a better term, kidnapped by Marva and well, Clem he was 100% andor, kidnapped. she drugged <laughs> he him. He was one hundred percent kidnapped. kidnapped. Yeah. Um, so it's not ambiguous. <laughs> uh, no. So episode one is titled Casa. Um, episode two is titled That Would Be Me, and episode three was titled Reckoning. So that's just the back history on Which these three Casa episodes. Casa was his name. Like she didn't even let him forward.
1: keep his own first name. Jeez. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, Horrible you know word. that was a a very interesting thing that we get into there with the um. Uh, w- you know what's interesting flashbacks. to
1: me about these flashbacks is in the flashbacks, Marva, uh, convinces, uh, is it Clem? What? Whatever, Clem. That yeah. If they leave him, the empire is going to come and kill all his people anyway. Yet yeah the reason Cassian gets in trouble in the first place is that he's out searching for his sister that got left behind. So why is he so sure she's alive? Um, obviously they didn't just come kill everyone after they got out, you know, after Marva and Cassian got out, uh, maybe they enslaved them or who knows, but, uh, For some reason, he is convinced that his sister is still out there and he's looking for her and uh, potentially hot on her tail because maybe that it seemed like that bar slash maybe brothel that he was at at the very beginning, she was there. Uh, She had Mm -hmm. just already left. So uh, it seems like he's closing in. But I'm curious to see how does he know she's alive? It seems like Marva isn't really clued into the fact that he's searching for her. Uh, at least that's yep. the impression I got. What Justin and I talked about this before we got online, but there's not tons of dialogue in this show in all three episodes. There's probably as much unsubtitled, um, alien dialogue mm-hmm. as there is actual dialogue that we know what they're saying. So, uh, a lot of it we're just kind of inferring, but I-
2: I'm curious. It was a very interesting artistic choice, too. Yeah. To not do subtitles on an alien species language, which we've had. Um it goes in both almost ways, all but Star a lot Wars. of times
1: you usually know what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Especially I mean, if they are talking up, but... as much as these guys do. You know, like yeah. they don't yeah. always subtitle like the Jawas or something, but they're just like, rah, 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 rah. but um, yeah. like, these people were having full-on conversations for minutes at a time, and we had no yep. idea what they were saying.
2: I have more questions about those I mean, flashbacks kind of probably idea. than anything in no, these first the three point. episodes about the current time frame, just because there was so much that happened. Like you have a Lord of the Flies kid village going on here with blow dart guns, um, you know, it, and they clearly are not used to seeing technology yeah um you know so when they, they see the starship kind of falling out of the sky it's
1: possible i thought that maybe they're refugees or they got like pushed off from and that's why they're so primitive like maybe they used to have some other stuff but it's mm-hmm. all been destroyed or used up or whatever i i don't know just a theory
2: i mean the the lack of parents there's no parents in this any, village
1: didn't see any adults nobody um, older than like 15 or 16
2: to me the giant mining hole that Cassian's looking in at one point, that's a clearly abandoned, yeah. everything um, out you know, the there, ship that, it. the ship that made everybody sick. Um, now do you they think, were all green. Do you think that
1: it crashed because everybody got sick or when it crashed, there was some, it released some kind of gas that may then made everyone sick. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a chicken or yeah. the egg scenario here. Did we well, whatever I, made them sick? Was that the also what caused the crash, or did the crash cause that's, what made them that's sick? That's where I'm at. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like because when you see it, when it clears the tree line, you see like a secondary explosion and then more green stuff like oh, oozes yeah. so that second out the explosion back of it. Is whatever and when they kind of Yeah. And then when they land, all the dead ones are clearly green. Um and there's still fire burning and still a little bit of smoke and ash. From the okay, crash. I'm
1: going to say this is wild shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. What if that uh, is some kind of like mining chemical that they're using to strip out? And that is also why there's no adults because the adults that they enslaved to do the mining, it also like ultimately.
2: They're all dead sick and, and killed been them. used. Yeah. It maybe um, did it much I don't know, faster cause... to
1: the people in the ship because it was like acute, you know, and I don't know.
2: It could Just be. Was the logo, the, the logo that was on the sleeve though, was that the same thing that Pershing has? Oh, the little, I don't know. I didn't notice that, that kind of like imperial logo that's slightly different than normal. I'd have to go back and look at it. I know they had a logo on there, but they almost looked like it was a science craft. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I could be wrong. But when they when when uh, Marva and Clem show up. B2 clearly says, well, whatever was here is gone. The toxins are burn off and have gone. So if they were it mining it. in the atmosphere, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, like it's gone. So I don't think that made everybody on that planet sick. Um, no, I was thinking they I would think, be
1: like using it underground in mines or something.
2: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yep. You know, that could as be. a way to strip I don't out know.
1: whatever, to strip the earth or whatever they're trying to get. I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Why are they bringing but like, chemicals clearly, to this, earth in
2: the fir- in, to this yeah. planet
1: in the first place?
2: Um, but clearly more questions yeah. about everything that's going on in these flashback scenes. And and they are a very primitive thing. But the only thing I can think of when, when they first get to that crash site and uh, I, I it, it just says Alpha 1 on the credits. They're all labeled as Alpha 1, Alpha 4. There's no names. But the individual that went down to the door kind of by herself and she was like poking the scientist and then the one gets up behind her yeah, she, and then blasts her. The only... All I can think about in my head because they use those blow Their dart darts guns. Kind of sucked, man. <laughs> they just loaded they him to stick up that guy with so darts. Many darts um, before
1: he fell down. Like, did you even dip him in poison, having... guys? What's the, it's just a little dart.
2: <laughs> so he's just literally so he's just getting, getting like darts. Ow. He's like ow, this, like, ow! This is annoying. Ow. Stop that! Like, um, like... <laughs> I mean, at least, at least in this reference, uh, I know there he was, was uh, some kind of chemical in things. it. Hold on.
1: Three darts is too much. <laughs> <Stop>. oh, <yeah.
2: laughs> At least there I knew there was chemical yeah, in those darts because sure. it made him numb. Um but here they pelted him with like oh, 20, yeah. was 30. <laughs> yeah. I mean he was um yeah, I suppose if you hit the right he veins and went arteries, down.
1: And I mean I don't know. I don't know that...
2: <laughs> right, but uh um clearly they were um in shock. Yeah uh, that the leader had kind of been, uh, taken out there. So, um, but yeah, uh, we did get a lot, um, in those flashbacks. I want to kind of go back though, to, um, solar, um, Kyle solar, who's the guy, the inspector or whatever. And he's trying to put this he's one with group together uniform. to, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, um, you know, trying to put this group together to, to go out and, and find, um, Find Cassian, you know what I mean, and, and mm-hmm. see what he can do. But he's talking to these like desk, these people working in the office, these desk guys. And uh, this is this is what he says to him. I think this is the right one.
3: Look alive! He's on his way up.
2: Which, by the way, this They're dude's eating blue top. takeout noodles.
1: They look kind of delicious to
3: me. I'll be his name in the timescale. It did it. yes, sir. We've been working on it. Canary human males on Ferrex. I'm afraid that's a blank, sir. What? That's a blank. We have got uh, imperial census. How old is it? This is six years ago That's an eternity There's not a lot about Canary, sir It's fairly obscure That should make it easier We'll have to put the word out Oh, ferricks Where else would we put it? We don't have presence there, sir Is it not under our jurisdiction? Technically We are simply asking for information Have you ever been there? What difference does that make? They have their own way of doing things This is the murder of two Primor employees um, Put out a bulletin no human men mm-hmm. wanted for questioning. Slam their channels, flood it. Set up a desk here to monitor anything that comes in. Let's go! Let's go.
2: Um, he, I mean, he's just trying to, like, put it out there, get some information, and he's, he's getting all this pushback. The locals. He is. He is very much underestimating the locals. And, um, you know, he's getting pushed back from the subordinates, and I understand that. He's getting a little frustrated there. But, dude, like...
1: Well, he's obviously new. Um, when he yeah. was speaking to his commanding officer in the very beginning, like they didn't even really know each other. He was asking about his uniform. He obviously hadn't mm-hmm. seen him before, you know? Uh, so I don't know if he's young or recently promoted or whatever, but he is, does not have these people's trust or respect just yet until the weird, the guy with like a weird Scottish accent shows up. Who's like a total, like, yes, man, he's got his back big. Ah,
2: job. Um, that was um, Matt Mosk. Mosk, I think, is his name. Yeah, Sergeant Linus I've never Mosk. Never heard an and accent I have, like uh, that in Star Wars before. I, you know what? This dude is really intense uh, when he first like comes World in.
1: World War Two or something. Yeah, yeah. So he's um. Era. He's
2: dude is ready to go. Um, and he's I. I it's a pleasure, he's sir. Like one,
1: Sorry for waking he's you up like in the middle of, those, of the night. No, pleasures all mine. Yes, sir. he's I like, oh, it's okay. It. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love it. I live for this. Um, I think I have. Hold on, I've got that one here. You hold on. This for is, this is a great like
1: a backwater blue collar town and harassing the locals. <laughs> right,
2: psycho. Um, yeah, let me see. Let me see here. I got it.
3: Sergeant Linus Moss, got your service up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's the middle of the night. No, sir. Privilege, sir. Privilege. On the right end. Let's move on this quickly. We have a dangerous mobile suspect in a very serious crime. Couldn't agree bye, more, bye, sir. Bye. Tempo is crucial. Velocity in the service of inspired leadership. Is there a worthy substitute? I think not. So one suspect. How many men do you think we need? I'll say 12, sir, just to be prudent. Will you be sitting up with us, sir? I think I should, don't you? Absolutely, sir. Show force, boost morale. Nothing like seeing an officer on the line. Excellent. If I may, sir, hats off to you and Chief Inspector. Two men dead. Line of duty. Colleagues. sub Exactly. <laughs> I thought of anything less than full engagement on a case like this. Unconstable, sir. Dereliction of duty at the minimum. It would be, wouldn't it? I've seen it, sir. Half measures. They take it slow. to wait and see. It's a plague on discipline. Face your men, yourself, the rest of your life, knowing you did less than everything you possibly could. I've been saying all along we need a stronger hand with these affiliated planets. There's fermenting out there, sir fermenting. Pockets of fermenting. <laughs> Corporate tactical forces are the Empire's fomenting. first line of defense, and the best way to keep the blade sharp is to use it. So... Dude, well, intense. Thank you, sir. I'll pass along your kind words to the chief inspector. Hmm.
1: Hmm. To me, sounds exactly um, like the kind of guy... uh to, The kind of guy who signed up just because he wants to find a reason to, like, Shoot someone, <laughs> right? There's no desire to help um, anybody, but man, there's a chance I might get to shoot somebody. Sign me up,
2: right? Right, and he's you know clearly on. Um, oh, what is his name? Sorry, the, the, all the new characters. It's still like not in my brain yet, yeah, so I'm I like know. trying to catch still up. To uh, solar, 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 Solar. Kyle Solar. Um, he's clearly on his side when he says, "Oh, hats off to you and the chief." Chief doesn't know about any of this. Mm-hmm. um solar at this point is going rogue and trying to do his own thing because he knows the chief is away so he's trying to like track this dude down and solve this case because he's like oh i'll get in with the big wigs if i get this done you know who he reminds me of lieutenant hucks well,
1: this is about to blow up in his this face is- big time
2: yeah, like, because when this mission goes awry at the end of episode three, yeah, that as was it his does.
1: Chance to be like, nope, I got this guy, and see, we solved this, and here's our culprit, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that ship sailed, yep. so his boss is going to come back, and he's going to find out that he did the exact thing that he was specifically told not to do,
2: and the S is going to hit the fan. Yep, he is. Uh... Completely gone rogue. He's gonna get chewed out, uh, I would assume, by the chief. Um at the
1: very least.
2: Yeah, he's um you know, and I get like I you know, he's trying to I do things by the book, right? Or do the right thing in what is his mind. Like, hey, we have two dudes that were murdered. Were they really murdered though? Like they were doing stuff they shouldn't have They're been doing. Dead. <laughs> yeah, like you trying to do this isn't gonna get anything back but at the same time I go well he's also kind of stumbled upon well you're not supposed
1: to let people just get away with killing people is the correct at the end of the day (laughs)
2: correct um but he is um you know I think and when I watch this show what what Cassian is doing and what Bix is doing and the other two guys in the shop I, I don't remember their names but Like, it seems like what they're doing with the stealing of the parts and kind of the black market parts and arms and whatever, it's all small scale, right? Like, it doesn't seem like it's a huge cog in the wheel. I'm having
1: trouble getting a scope of how big their, their like, uh, I don't know, their little scheme is, um... Because we know from Rebels and and other media that there's all kinds of people all all over the galaxy uh, sticking it to the Empire in various ways. Um, So, I I don't know. It's hard Mm -hmm. for me to judge the scale of what they're doing.
2: Yeah, it's like they're, it seems small, but then all of a sudden when they get, you know, this, this security mission to find Cassian, which is a totally unrelated thing to the smuggling. He killed two officers. When it gets to that, um, like even Bix uh, in the third episode, right? When they kind of, cap, she runs into him and they stop her and they tie her up. And then Tim comes running down the stairs and they shoot Tim. I, like, I know she was like kind of close with Tim, but I don't think she was like all that close with Tim. I don't know how that relationship was working but uh, I think she was Tim like shocked like, that they shot him and like clearly upset.
1: I think that they were in a relationship that maybe Tim was a little more into than she was but you know they were sleeping together and they were yeah. you know it to on some level dating and then she was clearly upset by it but I mean you don't really want to see But it's like it hit home murdered right in front of you either.
2: No because it, it also it, like,
1: seems like they're in this game where they're like maybe stealing a little bit, maybe selling some things on the black market, but Bix doesn't seem like she's involved to me. I mean, we, we know so very little right now, but to mm-hmm. me, yeah, it doesn't seem like she's involved in any kind of violence or anything like that. Um, right. So I but think this it probably clearly... was very shocking to her even, I mean, yeah, I think they were, I think this hit home
2: more. But... Yeah. Tim was kind of a jerk. I well, like yeah, she,
1: and she realized that he <laughs> she, he had sold out Cassian.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: yeah,
1: but he saw Cassian as competition. Obviously, um, he did. He
2: was a little jealous. Yeah, and he but, probably uh, thought yeah, he was a he, bad um, influence on Bix too. Which that could be too. Is. Yep. Um, it, I tell you what, though, this was as far as Star Wars goes. This was um some of the steamier. Star Wars. I mean, you had uh, probably the longest kissing scene of any Star Wars. You could use like a good
1: kiss sometimes kiss out there. Means um, F-word and you Wars.
2: had a, you had a half naked Bix waking up in the morning, rolling out of bed, putting her pants on. Like that's it's human. Not been done in Star Wars. It's very yeah, it's a human Look, man, thing. Like when
1: you take everything away from people, there's very little left to do for enjoyment, and that's one of those things. So. Mm -hmm. it's free
2: i mean shoot Mm -hmm. this this whole series opens up with them going into a brothel
1: yeah i world you know i think we had all
2: kind of kind of knew it was there but now you actually like see it and there's the people in the bubbles there doing the uba uba like the birthing droid for some reason um (laughs) i don't know what uba is but um yeah so it was interesting you got a lot of um you got a lot of interesting topics there. So, what um you know I know we've been we've been going on here for about an hour with this. Is there anything um and I and trust me I've got way more audio I could play, but it's it's three episodes, so it's hard to cram it all into one one thing and and kind of keep it reasonable. But what um you know I, we kind of touched on it already, but I guess my my three questions was um what uh, what did you think the green chemical was that made the ship passengers? sick um because it was clearly burnt off by the time that the andors showed up with with b2
1: i'm not Um, really sure you know my guess was maybe it was something to do with the mining process or it's possibly could have been something that was intended to wipe out the rest of the people that were still living on that planet because we do know that that is something the empire used to do uh they would mm -hmm. just murder everyone on an entire planet and wipe them all out um yeah so maybe this was a situation where they had mined this planet of everything it was good for uh they had enslaved and you know maybe killed maybe just kept as slaves all the adults on the planet and they were just gonna get rid of all the uh witnesses is that like too dark for star wars i don't know (laughs) Well, they, I, why else no, are they bringing in, a deadly chemical to this planet other than the mine that we saw or to kill the people? I don't know what else it could who, possibly be.
2: Who was the doctor in Clone Wars that made all those bombs? Oh, the gas bombs with Padme. With the underground. Um, thing. yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not unhurt. Like, that dude was literally manufacturing chemical weapons well, in the bottom of... Well, technically, he
1: revived a virus that had been eradicated. That's it. Thank but you. it was blue,
2: the, the blue something virus. It was virus. Blue, yeah. blue something virus. And, um, yeah, like, this dude was clearly dabbling in that. So maybe he was... He got out <laughs> and was yeah, making guess, green ones yeah, now. I don't know. <laughs> this
1: is the green virus
2: yeah um is there are there any particular moments uh in these first three episodes that really kind of stood out in your mind or anything maybe that caught you off guard Mm -hmm. that you didn't already know in the star wars universe
3: Hmm.
1: i'm not thinking of anything that caught me off guard um Actually, I don't know what that thing that Luthen was like carrying around. He had like a the stick, like a retractable stick thing. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't really know what it was. That like
2: a one. walking stick, but then I, he like retracted know, it into maybe the you handle.
1: Could smack somebody with it too. Like what is the real I I don't know. He had some kind of thing that I don't know what it was. I don't know that's not really what you're asking, but um
2: no, I mean, it's, it's something that we've not seen before. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it does. Kind of yeah. looks like a lightsaber, minus the light. Yeah. It's literally it just a retractable saber. reminded me kind
1: of of the thing that the Imperial Guards, the Royal Guards have in the original trilogy. Like, they had those pike things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea what it was. Yep. Uh, but there was that, and then there was, they were using comms in, like, kind of some unique ways, and... He talked about the com being traced. He uh, he stomped on it, uh, which I think, mm-hmm. I don't Rule know. Rule number one,
2: don't care anything you don't control. Well,
1: yeah, and, and I don't <laughs> think we've ever seen, uh, we've seen people trace ships and stuff, but I don't know that we've ever seen anybody tracing a comm device, like you would trace mm-hmm. a cell phone or something. Um, so that was kind of interesting yep. too.
2: Yep. Um, You know, I looking at it like um one of the things that i always get a kick out is like seeing the ships and vehicles and stuff like that and in that that scrapyard i know i texted you guys like i think the day that i watched it and i was like oh please tell me you guys have watched this um but in the scrapyard there are a couple like really recognizable ships there's a a clone wars y-wing um sitting in there uh there is a vcx 100 which is the ghost ship essentially um and it stands to reason. There's others out yeah, there in the universe. I'm not saying that's the ghost scrap. ship. Yeah, but it's the same. Yeah, they're model. just getting scrapped. But there's same model sitting there, and right next to it is the, um, oh, it's um, what is it? It's a uh, Lancer craft, Lancer craft, Lancer class pursuit craft. There we go. Which is the same style that Ketsu Onyo flew in Rebels, oh. which is Sabine's friend. So um, it was very interesting to see. Of
1: Sick reference, yeah. there. I thought, um, while we're talking about this, whatever strip yard with all the ships, I thought the scene where the three guys they were talking about whatever, oh, they're we haven't seen any of these guys here in a long time. I wonder what they're looking for. Uh, and they're yanking like Oh, some, the blues, yeah, the blues, yeah, they and, call them blues, and they're yanking some like giant wiring out of the side of, a... Uh, um. Whatever, some kind of ship that had been cut in half or whatever, and I just thought it was cool to see him like physically harvesting mm-hmm. these raw materials in such like a like a really primitive um, manual way.
2: I'm pretty sure that in one of those scenes, um, where you see like a large metal panel kind of fall away mm-hmm. from the ship, like you like uh, it was a transitional piece, but you see this bottom piece of a large chunk of metal fall and hit the ground that was the like a wing essentially of one of those um venator class destroyers from the republic era um it's like the side of it and uh they'd stripped it down and they were pulling it apart to use the scrap metal for other things so um, but yeah, like the ships are always cool. Um, you know, anything that I can see droids or tools or whatever else that's in like the background that I catch is always pretty cool to see. So I love the ships in this one. That was great. Um, and like I said in the beginning, the costumes, the costumes were so simple and the aliens were so simple and the ships were very simple. Like they had a different, like a kind of like a, tr- a version of a, a the lat gunship LAT gunship, mm-hmm. Um, but it was like smaller, and they exited out the rear hatch. But it was transported by what did they call it? Attack, um, a attack a ship or something? A Tac ship? Yeah, and it's like giant flying pyramid with the little ones underneath it, like little Dropped pods off, that yeah. shoot up. Yeah, like a drop ship. Um, that was pretty cool. I've not, I don't know that we've seen anything like that. I mean, we've seen the lat obviously, but not anything that's clearly deploying these smaller ships. Um. The, like that for like ground transportation. So I thought that was pretty cool. I but, liked the,
1: uh, um, I liked the bit they pulled where they um, attached a, uh, whatever, a cable to the back of their ship, you know, that's like the classic. <laughs> yes. Well, it would just hook a hook a chain to the bumper. And when they drive off, it'll wreck their car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the tails, the, the oldest trick in the book
2: and uh, it yeah. totally worked. <laughs> why he kept trying to fly away i'm like dude like, you're clearly immediately like stop just immediately stop, stop. <laughs> just <laughs> land right <laughs> like what are you doing um but it made him think that they were surrounded like they thought the townspeople were just all around them and yeah. it was an ambush and it worked so um i one of the big i'm gonna point play this real quick too because this was just one moment that kind of really stood out and it was at the end of episode 3 and this is Marva um, when the townspeople are clearly kind of assisting Cassian and um, and uh, Luthan as they go
3: Gets to you doesn't it Shut it That's what a reckoning sounds like
2: There's a little aliens running away there You hear the want it to
3: stop, but it just keeps coming. I told you to shut up!
0: It's when it stops. That's when you really want to start to fret.
1: Wow. I worked on that guy. What happens then?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And she's right. I think... um. When you get to that point where you're no longer seeing the little things or hearing the little things and you think everything is okay, that's actually probably when it's at its worst. So um, big things to come here in Andor um, in the spy game and and everything that Cassian, I think, is about to to venture on. Um, This show looks and feels very different than any of the other shows that we've had in Star Wars to this point. Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett um obi-wan kenobi uh how are you feeling about this one so far in compared as compared to some of those uh, are you enjoying it not enjoying it is there, or let me just say rephrase that again because i'm pretty sure you're enjoying it yeah i'm correct it. me if i'm wrong um is there anything that you've not enjoyed in the show
1: um not not really i I wasn't great about taking notes Um, in the past for the Mandalorian. I've taken like really thorough notes and I've been able to pick a lot of knits. Um, and I, I did not do that for this, but I, I'm not, I can't think of anything that really bothered me. Um, I don't think I said this on air, but uh, Cassian says in rogue one that he's been in this fight since he's six years old but he's not six when we first see him in these flashbacks. He's like whatever, 10 to 12 to 13 years old or whatever. Uh, So I'm curious what the Empire did to crawl up his butt six or seven years or eight years or however long before we run into him. That's not a complaint. That's just, I guess, a a question I have. Uh, No, I don't think I have any real issues as of yet.
2: No, I'm, I'm. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of, and we, we talked about this in the beginning, was Star Wars fans are Star Wars fans. Somebody's got to complain. Half of them are going to love it. Half of them are going to hate it. You're never going to please everybody all the time. Um, You know, I did, a lot of people were upset with the pacing. I find the pacing to be fine. I don't have any problem with it. Um, Some people just like, want
1: to know every single thing right away. To me, like... I don't know let's dole it out if, if you learn yeah. every, if you learn every single secret the first two episodes then what are we going to do for the next year and a half
2: yeah I um I mean I'm not upset with it like I like character development I like learning more about these people and like I said I have more questions after seeing those flashback scenes about Cassian Andor probably than I had when I finished watching Rogue One and I'm like who's this Cassian Andor guy like I have more questions about his backstory now than I did in the beginning. So, um you know, I but no, I've I've enjoyed the pacing. I do like the feel of the show. I I like it more than Book of Boba Fett. Do I like it more than Mandalorian at this point? It's still too early to say. We're only 3 episodes in. We've got like 12 episodes to go. We we have a lot to cover. So, um but no, I've enjoyed it. it it's it's fun. It's a cool show. <laughs> it's like James Bond meets Star Wars. This is great. So yeah, I'm
1: into it. I'm I'm yeah. really excited. Uh, I'd like to see. I'm curious to see how all this stuff comes together because there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on.
2: Oh, for sure. Uh, anything else before we uh, wrap this up and uh, get out of here?
1: Mm, I don't think so.
2: I have one thing.
1: Three darts is too much.
2: <laughs> Playing that twice was too much. <laughs> you're all clear kid
1: now let's blow this thing and go home
2: hope you guys have enjoyed listening to our coverage of the first three episodes of Andor. Um, We've got another episode dropping this Wednesday. Totally looking forward to that. Cannot wait. So much good TV out there right now. House of Dragons, um, Rings of Power, I haven't even started with season five of of uh, Cobra Kai yet. Handmaid's um, Tale
1: just came out. There's, there's all kinds of stuff on TV. Right
2: there is so much good TV out there right now. It's hard to keep up. But um, anyway, She-Hulk. make sure you guys get out there. She-Hulk. I'm 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 just putting this. I'm digging She-Hulk. I love She-Hulk. I think it's hilarious. Um, you know, for all those like same things we get in Star Wars all those Marvel people that are like some people just love to be mad (laughs) yeah I think it's been a riot um but uh, yeah, so lots of good TV out there, but make sure you guys are getting out there doing something Star Wars-y, like listening to our podcast. You can find it anywhere that you find podcasts. Um, and then also you can go to YouTube, check out all of our live stream stuff that we've done there. Um, my name's Justin. I'm one of the hosts. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheBendu. Where are they going to find you at, Kyle? Uh,
1: this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Twitter and
2: Instagram.
1: And Venmo, send me cash. All right.
2: <laughs> make that money, yeah. make that money. He's uh, he's about to go watch that uh, DJ Khaled motivational video yeah, here to, to try one. to get him hyped up to, <laughs> to earn some more money. So or take the hinges um, off the wall. That <laughs> <laughs> made absolutely yeah. no sense I'll, whatsoever. I'll, I'll take that out. Soon. Go go check insane. it out, people. You can find it on YouTube. It's it's hilarious. But um, anyway, uh, anyway, everybody, may the force be with you. Always. Always.
1: Three darts is too
2: much! I had to do it again. It's so fun. (laughs) Alright, everybody, take care.